This is Real Estate News with Kathy Fedke. In this Real Estate News Brief for the week ending July 8th of 2023, what's on the minds of Fed officials? How home buyer competition is impacting prices? And what isn't happening with back-to-office migration? I'm Kathy Fetke, and this is Real Estate News for Investors. Let's begin with economic news from this past week and the release of the minutes from the central bank's last policy meeting. As you know, members of the Federal Open Market Committee voted unanimously in favor of a pause in rate hikes, but the minutes show that some members were in favor of another 25-point increase. The minutes also noted that the economy has been stronger than expected and that Fed officials don't see a lot of clear signs that inflation is headed to their 2% target. Fed Chief Jerome Powell has said that more rate hikes are likely. We'll get two inflation reports in the coming week that will give us a better idea of what's happening with inflation. The job market also remains strong, although the latest reports show a slight weakening, and some economists don't think it's enough to avoid another rate hike. The unemployment report was up 12,000 from the previous week to a two-year high of 248,000 initial claims. But the number of ongoing claims was down 13,000 to 1.7 million. It's the third week in a row that they went down. As MarketWatch reports, the decrease in continuing claims is probably due to laid-off workers finding new jobs quickly, thanks to a strong job market. Although it's great that people are employed, Fed officials feel that it also contributes to wage growth and inflation, which they're trying to control. The Labor Department also reported that job openings fell below the 10 million mark in May, which is another sign that the labor market is cooling slightly, and companies only added 209,000 jobs in June. That's the smallest number of new jobs since 2020. But the unemployment rate also fell from 3.7 to 3.6%. Average hourly pay is also up about 4.4% on an annual basis. Most of the new jobs are for education, health, and the government, but construction jobs are also among the industries contributing to labor market growth. Mortgage rates are defying gravity and slowly creeping higher. Freddie Mac says the average 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 6.8%, but Mortgage News Daily says it hit 7% this past week. Freddie's chief economist, Sam Cater, blames the high rates on the strong economy, sticky inflation, and the Fed's rate hikes, and, of course, a persistent low inventory of homes. And in other news that's been making headlines, homes are selling above their asking price for the first time in almost a year. Redfin says the average sale-to-list price ratio hit 100.1% for the four weeks that ended on July 2nd. The report says low inventory is the main reason for the higher sales price. Redfin says that new listings are down 25% from a year ago, and the total number of homes for sale is down 12%. There's no lack of demand. Redfin says that requests for home tours and other services are up 4% compared to a month earlier. Agent Jeremy Lewis out of Portland, Oregon says, Almost every home is getting multiple offers and selling over asking price. The lack of supply is making it feel almost like 2021 all over again. Although he says the bidding wars are happening at a lower price point because buyers are getting squeezed by higher mortgage rates. Companies trying to get employees back to the office have hit a plateau. According to security company Castle Systems, U.S. office workers are back in their offices about 50% of the time. The national average was actually a little less than that, 
at 49.8% in late June. Castle analyzes office usage in 10 U.S. metros. That's up from about 40% last year, but the number hasn't changed much since the beginning of this year. Some companies are cracking down on employees to get them into the office. Citigroup is reportedly threatening employees with consequences if they don't conform to the hybrid schedule. That's usually three days a week. Google is also warning employees that office attendance will be part of their performance review. In breaking news out of Texas, state lawmakers are making it a whole lot more affordable to own property with the largest property tax cut in state history. It's not quite a done deal yet, but the Texas House and Senate have agreed to an $18 billion package to reduce property taxes. $12 billion will go toward a reduction in the school property tax for all homeowners and businesses. It also includes a $100,000 homestead exemption and a 20% limit on appraisal growth for non-homesteaded properties that are worth at least $5 million. According to Houston Public Media, state lawmakers expect to pass the bill by the end of the week, and Governor Greg Abbott, who's been pushing for this, is looking forward to signing it when it reaches his desk. The news is a huge win for our North Dallas Rental Fund, where we're buying single-family rental properties. You can find out more about that at growdevelopments.com. We'll be going into detail on the tax deal and the rental fund during a webinar tomorrow, July 11th at 5 p.m. Pacific. You can find out the details about that on my Instagram, at Kathy Fetke on Instagram. And if you miss it, you can always catch the replay at our website, again, at growdevelopments.com. I'm Kathy Fetke. Thanks for joining me here on Real Estate News for Investors. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are provided for informational purposes only and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any securities or to make or consider any investment or course of action. For more information, go to newsforinvestors.com.